following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. Twelve oh six on this sunny Thursday, folks. We have to embrace the good news as it comes. You're listening. This is the chosen one. It's the John DePietro show. Um, weekdays. So we started last hour, right? Correct. We're going till two. So we started eleven radio two. This is the noon report. Thank you, Lynn Miller, and I really appreciate. Look at that. Wow, Lynn Miller. God is good and so is Lynn Miller. And I'm going to, I hope she doesn't mind that. Because, folks, it is very, very trying times that we're going through right now. Thank you, this Anne and David. And uh, thank you for that, Lynn Miller. I appreciate it. Folks, it is. No one's denying that. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in. People certainly look forward to and depend on the noon report. Here we are, especially with everything that's going on. It can be difficult. Um, this is a, uh, a difficult, challenging time for all. Look at that. Lynn Miller steps up. Chris Moran. Folks, I want to remind you, good afternoon to everybody tuning in our live simulcast. It's the Facebook page, John DePietro Show. Now, remember, you can, and by the way, the numbers, if you've watched on the noon report, continue to shoot through the roof. All of our platforms are really uh, taking off. Uh, God is good. And I want to remind people before we get into everything. And I appreciate that from Lynn Miller. You know, especially for those that are dealing with this this incredible failure of government, this uh, incredible, I mean, in a normal situation, private sector, come on, heads would roll. This, this is beyond unacceptable. And but we don't have that. But you, you can't. It's it's really throwing people. So why not try to embrace the power of prayer? And Just Angels is right there for you. You're not alone in that vehicle. You're not. Um, online at JustAngelsOnline.com. Now, I share their Facebook page. They have special things for the car. People have to decide. If not, if you don't take control of it, it's going to take control of you, right? They they say um, when someone... You know, the whole thing of, it's not a great analogy, but when people go to prison, you really only do two days. The day you go in, the day you get out, right? You got to do the time or the time will do you. You have people that are losing their mind, understandably so, sitting in this traffic, the lies that are being told, the McKee DOT propaganda machine that is in full effect. I mean, do I think... There's Brenda, there's Ann and Melissa Silva. Do I think, folks, yes. I mean, uh, no, do I think it's appropriate? Kind of makes sense now why Governor McGreed has um, Pork Boy in the afternoons. And by the way, they control the show before that, right? Governor McKee, he'll go on with Fat Allen. I mean, it's, it's set up by... York is calling the shots with that. Um, he used to, they used to work together. So my point is, he's never going to say anything about McKee that's really going to challenge him or anything derogatory. 
Channel 12 put out pinpoint traffic drive times. And by the way, Governor McKee hates that they're doing this, which to me makes it more entertaining. State line to the 195 split. This was this morning now. Normal circumstances, that that is literally a five-minute ride. This morning, 86 minutes. 86 minutes. And we're talking about westbound now. Westbound. So, and then there's going to be another bridge. Essentially an hour and a half to go five, normally five minutes. And what is Governor McKee with his, and and I want to, again, I'm trying to be positive here, but I want you to understand. It's so beyond the pale that the management at the station down the dial that I used to work with, that they allow a McKee campaign worker to essentially run PR spin for him every day. And, and the fact of the matter is, it's not just three to six. Because, come on, they control. Uh, Matt Allen, he was York's producer. He controls that. He books the governor on that show. He doesn't even have him on his own show. So they really are controlling Six hours in the afternoon for one, one reason, to control the spin in favor of Governor McKee. Folks, I know that people talk about the corruption in the state, and there is corruption in the state. But you don't hear people talk about the media corruption in the state. That's a form of corruption. That shouldn't be allowed to go on. Obviously, that's a conflict of interest, but the people over there, they tolerate it. So I'm just wondering how much longer the people in the East Bay are going to put up with it. But what I want to tell you is you have to go beyond. If if someone is saying, does that make sense that it should take you 86 minutes? Governor McKee, well, it's not 90. All right. It's 86 minutes. Of course, that doesn't make sense. You're, you're in a nonsensical situation at the moment. But that's why, you know, you have to really embrace and I'm I speaking. I'm speaking firsthand. I speaking firsthand. Once trying to learn the language here. Um, with what you know, it isn't just for. Okay, granted, cancer surgery, extreme circumstance. But I'll say this: there are people that are going through. The, this is a crisis for people. I got off the phone with someone this morning. They're somewhat new into the area. They they didn't know. They bought a Holman, follow this now, Holman Rehoboth. Their children are in school in Barrington. I didn't ask, but I know there's St. Andrews there and St. Luke's. They work, family business, they work in in Warwick. What does that mean? It means every day they're dealing with that. And then they have to get back to pick them up. Horrible. Folks, just angels. There is power there, you know, and everyone that is that is a crisis. For, and I don't even really know them. I mean, I I was communicating with them, but they were I, I get the sense they're not. First of all, they're not alone. But there there's people that are just searching for answers and notice there's there's no answers coming. But anyhow. Now, listen, we do have a a post I'm very excited about. It's going to be going up on the website, dipetro.com. And dipetro.com, which is brought by the Coincident, 
You know, I was at the Cuisinant very recently, and I, I did happen to say to the owner, who's a friend of mine, Jim, thank God the Cuisinant's on the West Bay, um, and I don't have to deal with it. But folks, delicious food. And remember, the Cuisinant, they have a large area that could handle a group for a collation lunch. Someone passes away, people go to the funeral mass, and then, okay, where are we going to gather and have a meal after the funeral? Some people duck out and say, I'm going to head back to work. Okay, but a lot of people say, yeah, we'll go to the, it's the collation lunch. A place that could handle a group is the coincidence. They can handle 50 people. I know they had one just the other day. It was 100 people. They had a funeral not long ago. Had the collation lunch after the funeral, 150 people. The Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. So I want to start off um, this noon report, and we have a lot to get to. I'm also going to be posting something to give you an idea of something that's going to start, you're going to start to see come to Rhode Island. Subscribers will see it first. Um, You're seeing it where it's, and, and I'm not going to get into a debate. Between, I actually had someone saying, well, the migrants aren't here illegally. Excuse me, they are. I'm not going into this game of people of, well, they're, the migrants, and no, no, they're all in the country illegally. Let's just be very clear about this. Um, before, So they hand out cards and they ask you to Venmo them money. They're doing this all over. This will be going on in coming into Rhode Island. Now, I was uh, speaking with someone this morning who, you know, it's the usual, will you run for office? I said, I'm not running for, I'm not running for office. I just, I'm still recovering from cancer surgery. I, I appreciate that. I take that as a compliment. I'm not. How come, here's the question I get asked. How come the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House don't, why don't they talk about how we're a sanctuary state? I, I'm going to give the answer. It, it, it is baffling to me. Because so many people talk about it since I've been posting about the Foxy Village people post about it. You had the situation in Cranston. They're still looking. That person's an illegal. I'm not going to get into this nonsense. Stop using that word. They're a migrant. Listen, they came in illegal. I don't believe this business that they are. Guatemala's not going through a war right now. That's not a war-torn country. No, no, they're seeking asylum. They're seeking asylum. Give me a break. They're told to say they're seeking asylum. The people that they pay to get them to the border, you know, they don't send them in here, you know, blindfolded. It's when you get up there, if you're a woman, all you have to do is say you're pregnant. There's no test given. Boom, she's pregnant, she's she's automatically in. So if you have a woman, a child, and a male, if the male has the child, he gets in. If you have a child, you get in. If you're a female, it doesn't matter how old you are, 12-year-old girl, 72-year-old woman, just say you're pregnant. They don't administer any tests. By the way, I don't understand that. Why not just say, oh, really, you're pregnant? Step over here. We have some medical people. to. <clears throat> but if you say you're pregnant, you're automatically in. You have the situation in Cranston, in illegal, tried to abduct that 14-year-old girl walking to Cranston East. You have the advocates that are upset with me because I described him as he was described, as he's Hispanic. He was speaking Spanish. He's a man. That's the other thing. I get the nasty email 
from someone that's in Tierra Max and in a Max district. How do you know the gender? I saw the photo. And on top of that, you know, I, it doesn't matter to me that it's a very masculine looking female that tried to abduct. I, I'm not getting into these ridiculous arguments from these activists, the progressives that had taken over the state on whether or not what the gender is of the person that was committing the illegal act. This is becoming insanity. But to answer the question, why doesn't the Republican Party? I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. It's, it's beyond me. I, I don't understand. I, I know it's on people's minds. It's a huge problem. But they don't want to talk about it. So we'll talk about it. But something that no one talks about. And it's the selfishness. It's the selfishness that goes on. It's the selfishness that goes on in these other countries regarding when you are, it's, it's, it's a selfish brain drain is what happens. The people, hear me out, the people coming from these countries, no one ever points out the fact that the real solution should be they should be fixing their own country. I'm not saying that Guatemala has a thriving economy. I'm not saying many of these South American countries, you know, the, the third world, what have you. But one thing I know is if you take their most ambitious, aggressive citizens and lure them here the way McKee, Matos and Biden is, you're not going to improve those countries. You know, not everyone. I know many people are not familiar with the high school system in the city of Providence. And it's not new, but so you have all these kids that are in grammar school together, and then they're in middle school together. And then what happens? If you want to go to public school in Providence, if you want to, you take the test and they go by your current grades on whether or not you get into classical. So who gets into classical? The smartest kids from all over the city, or at least the kids that test well, or the kids that got good grades. Maybe they're just well behaved. So the A students don't go to Hope High School. And the kids at Hope know that. The A students go, don't go to Mount Pleasant. The A students don't go to Central. You know, I remember being at St. Paul's School and one of the nuns that I was not a fan of, um, who did not appreciate. Can you imagine not appreciating the impressions? I mean, in fifth grade, I could do impressions of various teachers, priests, people on television, entertaining. Thank you, Andrea. Um, I mean, to me, that's that was a skill. And I mean, like, had it down. I could do Reuben Kincaid. From the Partridge family. I mean, I had, I could do Ted Baxter. I would do all these various impressions. And um, so anyhow, we had um, this, apparently this was a nun that did not appreciate my sense of humor. I've already talked about in the past that in sixth grade, I had the best teacher I ever had, who was Miss Gannon, who very quickly kind of summed up um and, and said to me, I'll tell you what, if, if you don't do these impressions, <laughs> especially if you don't do it, the impression of me, she had a slight lisp, a lisp. So, which I learned like, you know, day one, day two. But anyhow, she said, if you don't, and I'm not mocking her, rest in peace. She was a great teacher. But anyhow, let me get to the point. 
Um, <clears throat> there's more to it, actually. I mean, I was youngest of seven, and all my siblings were, you know, well-behaved and all very good students, don't get me wrong. And I was a good, I, I was the president of the National Junior Honor Society, but my point is, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Um, but I had a teacher that said, I'll tell you what, if, if you, when you think of something funny, if you write it down on Fridays, I'll let you then kind of perform it in front of everyone. And, and it, it worked. So I'd be quiet and pay attention and so forth. And then she would, she would do that. But anyhow, my point is, <clears throat> I remember in fifth grade with Sister Lenore, and, um, who was not a fan, I did a decent impression of her. But there were two reading groups. There was group one and group two, group two. Now, I used to read in church. I was the MC of the talent show. You know, I was, I wasn't a good reader. I was probably the best reader in the class. I would get up and so forth. So, but because she disliked me and was like this angry, probably had, a, I think she had a nervous breakdown at a Catholic school in the Bronx. So what is their solution? Let's ship her off to Rhode Island where she can, you know, she was a total nutcase. But anyhow, um, so to punish me, she put me in group two. Now, I, I went from the top reader in group one and then suddenly to punish me, she put me in group two with kids that were, you know, they would read along with the finger type of thing or kids, you know, no one said someone was dyslexic. There were there were children that for various reasons were not very good with reading. So I'm sitting there and then they go around the circle. When you think about like how ridiculous that was. But my point is, much like the kids in group two knew like he doesn't belong here. I remember one of them, like, why, 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 like, I can, they knew, we, we knew as kids, they, they weren't very good at reading, and they pronounced things wrong, and wrong grammar, grammar, or kids using the word H, um, they, they knew, they knew that it was all ridiculous, that why was I in group two, my point is, kids know, so the children that go to Central, or go to Hope, or go to Mount Pleasant or some of these other schools that have popped up, Juanita Sanchez and everything else. I, I, I don't, I'm not convinced it's the best concept that the smartest kids are all a classical, the A students, and then everyone else is to fend for themselves. Many times the A student in the class can rub off on other people, become friendly, pick up their study habits. They find what they're talking about interesting. It, it, Breeds competition. There's, you know, an A student, a B student can, there's good effects of things like that in a class, right? They set the example, kind of like a role model. So my point is, with all the illegals, what's so cruel, talk about a roundabout way to make a point. What's so cruel is we are robbing these countries of many times, not all but many of their most ambitious individuals. We are. So, and and I even remember going way back, someone who was very knowledgeable about it was someone I used to be on the air with, or we were on the same station, Eileen Violet. And she used to say, when you get these students that go to, you know, attend Harvard or Brown or MIT or RISD, 
or some of these top schools, and they come from Peru and Mexico and El Salvador and uh, wherever, all the South America, Honduras. <clears throat> well, the problem is they never go back. They don't go back there. Then they just stay in the United States. And we rob them of their brain drain, much like classical robs all those kids. So, but many of these individuals, you know, someone that comes to, that attends Brown from, just as an example, Honduras, El Salvador. Well, these are people who would probably, who knows, be a college professor, or maybe they would start a successful business, right? Or maybe they would become an attorney. Maybe they'd be a politician, run for office. But instead, now we have them in the United States. And so we rob those places. So it's, it's so selfish that that goes on. And I never hear it addressed. So now I want to give you the latest on the bridge, but I do want to stay on track here. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought by AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today at 401-323-9252. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. They can do it all. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Why not improve your home? Improve your office workspace. Free quote. They do fantastic work. Maybe maybe you have an unfinished garage, unfinished basement, painting, remodeling. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401-323-9252, 401-323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters in Home Improvement. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. You know, every single week, Somebody will say to me, what's the name of that person that you talk about? I don't know why it's difficult to remember, but apparently it is. When your appliance is dying, just call Brian. No, Ryan. When your appliance is dying, just call Kenny. No, Ryan. Appliance dying, Ryan. 401-710. Who knew it was so tough? 401-710-7096. Can they fix a washing machine? Yes. Can they fix a dryer? It's an appliance. Can they fix a dishwasher? Stove, oven. Yes, yes, yes. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So I want to just get to the, in the Boston Globe, there there is an embarrassing story. Story. I'm not surprised. By the way, I I am still trying to get an answer. I mean, I'm trying to be give these people a chance to frame this, and it's the McKee people. And there's um there is a um I don't know if I should put it. I mean, it it is a rumor, and I'm hearing it from more than one person. And I'm trying to give the McKee people a chance to, to me, it's a yes or no question. And and they they refuse to answer it. Um, And I, I don't understand the reasoning why they won't just answer a very simple question. As many of you know, or maybe you don't know, but... Governor McKee seemed a little too excited 
about the, the, the film that's, that's being filmed here, whatever the hell it is, Ellen McRae or somebody like that. And um, it's about a lieutenant governor becomes the governor. And, and he's giving them total run of the state house. He's letting them use his office. Good thing we don't have an emergency going on. Wait a minute, we do have an emergency going on. But but the part um, that I'm just trying to get, I'm, I'm trying to give them an answer to, uh, to confirm. I didn't say there's anything, well, it's, I find it interesting. But there is just this, I've heard it now from several people at the state house that a member of the governor's family is involved with the film. Uh, it's a yes or no question. I think it is. It's either no, there's no member of the family that's involved, or yes, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> his daughter, who's an aspiring singer, uh, auditioned and got a role in the film. Okay, I, I think that's interesting. Or I think, I don't know that much about the son. I think he's involved with photography. He somehow is going to be working on it. All, all I'm saying is, it's, it, to me, it's a yes or no. Now, if the answer is no, then okay, then the rumors are wrong. But why would you just answer a yes or no? Is a member of the McKee family part of it? Only because uh, I, with everything going on, it, it just kind of, I think, opens up the door of was that a motivating factor that he's then letting the film crew use his office for two weeks, letting them do whatever they, they're filming all over the state house and so forth. But, but it was a quid pro quo of yes, if a member of the family can be, I, I mean, that's all. I, I didn't say him. I didn't say him. I didn't say it's a start leading role, not saying that. I'm just saying that there just seems to, this won't go away. And I, I'm, I don't understand. I don't understand why you wouldn't just quick response. No, not true. Or yes, as a matter of fact. I think that's interesting that they won't answer that. Um, now, as far as the the situation with the bridge, and I do want to, touch on some other things but the, you know today was a good example was it raining today no was it snowing today no uh, it's sunny and dry and Thursday and it was a traffic nightmare for all those people now I didn't get affected by it I know Governor McGreed didn't get affected by it I even posted on petro.com I think you should go live in East Providence <clears throat> at least then there'd be a little camaraderie there no no, they've taken a different tact, and that is they've decided, the governor, and he, they've decided they're going to do the emperor has no clothes. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to go with, it's really not that bad. It's really not that bad that, uh, you know, they're gonna, they'll try anything. They're going to have people singing and doing TikToks in their car. I mean, they will try to do anything because it is, you know, the story of the the emperor with no clothes, right, is the emperor's marching down. He doesn't have anything. And then the little boy, all the people are like, oh, wow, look how beautiful, look how beautiful. And the little boy says, hey, that guy's naked. <clears throat> so they're trying 
let's just like, are you going to believe me or your lying eyes? We're going to try the math. We're going to try the emperor has no clothes. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. When when you um, think of the situations when and, and, and I can actually understand sometimes a situation where you try to get into the mindset of of not that bad. For example, you rent a beach house for the week and the first three days it's raining. You say, you know, it's not that bad. We're still on vacation. We're playing these board games. Hey, I, I am hooked on this new book. We, you know, we're, ha- we're sleeping in. We're having some very, we're, we're watching. But the, the fact of the matter is when you pictured booking the beach house vacation for the week, you, you envisioned you're going to be out on the beach. You're relaxing. God, it's beautiful. Who wants to go back in the water? It's like going on a vacation. So there's part of it we are, let's just, we're going to make the best of it. Um, I know of people that went and saw Taylor Swift last, last summer. And they, they went to the rain show. And Taylor Swift tries to tell the fans, I, oh, I love the rain show. As opposed to what? Telling 70,000 people that, that they're going to get a refund or that, wow, this is pretty lousy. But it was pretty consistent of people who, you start off, okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> and then as, as the monsoon continues, you then come to, all right, this, this is loud. Like, this is terrible. This isn't what we envisioned. We pictured like a perfect night and blah, blah, blah. So Governor McKee right now, they're trying to go through and they're getting people excited about, um, whoa, there's, you know, the new buzz. There's a new traffic pattern. <laughs> and one of the, one of the uh, you know, old, old, old man McDonald down the street, he came up with it. He drew it up in the backyard. We're gonna, I mean, now they're, this is totally like, let's just float some trial balloons and see if anything sticks. It's not that bad. You know, you're going to look at 10 or 15 minutes. It was going to take you 20. Now it's an hour 20. That's an hour that you kind of get organized for the, for the day. You get to, um, you know, you get to kind of relax a little bit. No, there's nothing good about it. So, but they've decided we're going to go heavy into, it's a little bit of an inconvenience. If you, you know, I don't know what these people are talking about. If you travel at two in the morning, you you pretty much 10, maybe 10 minute delay. Um, That, that, that's, that's really not addressing the issue, Governor. The, the issue is. That people are trying to live their lives, children in school, go to work. But what what they, they won't face is there is no answer. They don't have an answer, right? Why, why do you think this thing was built like this in the first place? Governor McKee, well, that thing's always backed up. Well, not like this. I mean, you're talking about parking lot gridlock. And they still don't have the tail around it. But... But now, Governor McKee is trying to say to the media, you know, you're upsetting people. You know, don't, don't focus on it so much. And some members of the media are. You know, I know, you know, at least one traffic media outlet doing traffic reports, they break it up. So it's take you 25 minutes to get from here to there. And then it's another 15 minutes from here to there. And then another 20 minutes. There. So instead of saying uh, it's going to be an hour and 15 minutes, they just... 
they kind of break it up a little bit. Not that that solves anything. But the the, the bridge, it is, it goes beyond. It's just an epic failure. It, it's not, and, and the, the people in East Providence on the city council, they're hanging tight with McKee. You know, he's got to declare a disaster. It's not a disaster. The bridge didn't come down. <clears throat> Governor McKee's structure for how he was communicating with his staff was beyond flawed. As you're going to hear next hour with, with Dan McGowan, I mean, Governor McKee recently said in an interview um, that he found out on December 11th that Director Alvidi, he learned that he was going to announce the bridge closure when he saw him on television. That That is a complete breakdown. That's that's Let's just be fair here. That's That's not how a successful organization operates. It's just not. They can try to spin it any way they want. But a, su- a successful organization doesn't operate that way. And so he can try to, you know, try to spin this out. Um, you know, it's only going to be three years. This is, this is a major problem. And, and they can't, what, what's great about this, well, not great about it, but they can't spin their way out of it. And as I mentioned before, you know, the late Mayor Cianci used to call it. He, he would have kind of liked this in some way. It's the politics of snow. No matter how much McKee talks about we're doing this and we're doing that and grants. And if someone is sitting there stuck in gridlock traffic, you, you can't convince them that they're not in gridlock traffic. Much like if someone looks out their window and they see six inches of snow on their street and it's not plowed yet, you can't convince them that that it's been plowed. So they, they don't have a plan. Um, but the McKee style that he set up was just totally unprepared for for this. He's not he's not built for this at all. You know, and I've already said, you know, whether or not you agree with the decision, Robert Kraft decided that Coach Bill Belichick is just not the person to rebuild the Patriots. Apparently, none of the other NFL owners also feel a certain way. But my, my point is, he identified this is not the guy that's going to turn it around. I remember when remember when Terry Francona left the Red Sox and he even said to the owners, ah, you know, at this point, maybe maybe you need a different voice in the locker room. These guys, they've stopped listening to me. Josh Beckett, remember the whole thing with the uh, beer and chicken wings and they're playing video games during the games. And I mean, um, it was just atrocious. But but Teddy, Terry Francona, who is was a great manager. He suddenly said to the owners, quite frankly, I, I don't think they're listening to me anymore. I think maybe you needed, that was such a good line, maybe you need a different voice in the locker room. Now, McKee's not going anywhere, but I'm telling you, he's not built for this in any way. right? Who, who in their right mind? Who in their right mind? You have the responsibility, is what it is, to be the governor of a state. There's only 50 states, and by a total fluke, Gina Raimondo, who endorsed Mike Bloomberg, 
You know, everyone talks about that President Trump is a great salesperson, and he is. I'll tell you who else is a pretty good salesperson is Ramundi. She endorsed Mike Bloomberg and still convinced the Biden people to give her a cabinet position. That's saying something. But my point is, who in their right mind would get that type of response? Was it an opportunity? Yes, but responsibility to take over as governor. And then you choose Sabina Matos as your lieutenant governor. That, that's, that's not someone playing to win. Who, who in that situation would have Tony Silva as the chief of staff? No one who was truly looking, who took the responsibility seriously. The first thing he wanted to do was get his wetland project approved in Cumberland. Who, who with that type of responsibility would say, we need to find a way to have Jerry Shahajian part of this whole thing? Who, who would go to lunch at the Capitol Grill with a lobbyist on the Cranston Street Army? My point is, nothing McKee does. There, there's a pattern. Of, listen, who would be best friends with Pork Boy? And they are. Who would hang out with that? Who would hang out with that lump of blank who is so lazy, who is just such a fraud, who says there's nothing more fun than a bunch of naked guys hanging around a locker room. And, and he, they're best friends, best of friends. I mean, Your Honor, no further questions, your witness. My point is this, this is beyond cruel. I'm telling you, McKee is not going to solve this. And this is going to be painful to watch. He's not going to solve it. It took Sunland to build the Jamestown Bridge. It took Bruce Sunland to build that airport. They work. Come on. There's no way. This is, and it's, sometimes there isn't an answer. Right? Sometimes there isn't an answer. Even, look at this, look at it this way. Even if Russia and Putin pulled out of, you know, stopped attacking Ukraine, Good luck trying to rebuild all the damage that's been done. I mean, the the place is like demolished. It's like bombed it into oblivion. So sometimes there aren't easy answers. And this is one of them. The real fact of the matter is none of the information coming out surprises me. The fact that there are text messages where Governor McKee and his staff were congratulating themselves in the days after the bridge closure, I, it, it tells you all you need to know. Folks, this portion of our program is brought by Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Budget plans, service contracts, you can depend on Henry Oil. Automatic delivery lock and cap pricing, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, for Henry Oil. Well, at 1245, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I mean it, folks. I look for... Positive things to look at. It is um, what's going on in Washington right now. 
is no wonder people are disgusted. I, I had people on as guests talking about the impeachment of Mayorkas, and then they couldn't even get that done. Uh, th- there's just a feeling right now. It's very unsettling. It's very unmoored. We all know Biden's not the answer, but Biden says he spoke to second dead European statesmen. I mean, this is not going to change. Marianne Williamson drops long shot bid. She shouldn't have been in the first place. As I mentioned the other day, President Biden, he's not doing the Super Bowl interview, which has been the tradition where the president does an interview before the Super Bowl. And it can be recorded, doesn't have to be live. But the reason is, is because he can't get through it. That's who's running the country right now. And as we speak, the Supreme Court's going to debate whether or not President Trump can stay on the ballot. This is, um, I mean, this is getting, I, I understand why people are very dismayed. But locally, I, I, um, I, I wish there, I do, I wish there was an easy answer. Um, I'm reading a headline right now. Supreme Court sounds broadly skeptical of efforts to remove Trump from the ballot over the Capitol. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. It is, but they have to go through the whole thing. I um, I, I it, it's so. But but keep in mind, in our part of the country, you know, you have Governor Healy. Who wants to make one of our former lovers? The governor of Massachusetts wants to make one of our former lovers a judge. I mean, that that of course that should not be happening. What 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 would ever lead? You know, our our part of the country right now, between Healy and McKee. Granted, Boston's doing better than Providence, and it always will. But th- this is—it's not your imagination, folks. This is this is this is tough sledding. This, I admit it, it's tough times. Um, and as I have told you, it is the bad news. It is spreading beyond. It is spreading. When you have, as I said, when you have an illegal grabbing the arm, trying to abduct a 14-year-old girl for sexual assault, someone walking to Cranston East at 10 of 8 in the morning? And the progressives in the state, they're upset that the suspect was described as a Hispanic man. That's their concern? That that's racist? You know, and every time I go on the platform X, which I like, by the way, I think that Elon Musk has improved it. It's not one of my favorite platforms right now. We're starting to pay more attention to... Uh, TikTok and Instagram, because I believe you got to be everywhere. But when you have um, a situation where um, where the, the media keeps they keep running press releases of this Harrison Tuttle of Black Lives Matter, what like what why why do they continue to give someone like that a platform? Six months pregnant, nowhere to go. Gut-wrenching story of a homeless pregnant woman sleeping on the street for four months in the middle of winter. What? 
hey, this is, I did, I'm just seeing this now. There was a swan blocking traffic on the Henderson Bridge. I, listen, well, everything is up for grabs at this point. I mean, everything is just absolutely up for grabs at this point. But I want to come back to that I, I just, I don't see where, as I have said, and I don't say this with any delight, but I, I'm just looking for the leadership. You know, why the, 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 the city council in East Providence, but they keep asking for Governor McKee to declare a disaster. It's how many times? Well, I actually, I can relate. Um, how many times it's, the bridge didn't fall down? You, you have incompetence. You have inexcusable government failure, catastrophic government failure. Now, is this the biggest disaster that has ever hit the state? Well, no, there has not been loss of life. That's not, no, it's not actually the biggest disaster to hit the state. When you use the word disaster, I think then you have to go into loss of life. And I mean, unless something happens, God forbid, in the future, but it'll still be the station nightclub fire of which the anniversary is coming up this month. When you have 100 lives lost, just dead, let alone all their family, friends and relatives, 200 people injured. Uh, okay, in proportion, haven't had any lives lost yet, but it is a massive, massive government failure, inexcusable government failure. And and I, as I've said, I, I don't see anyone grabbing the mantle. If you look back at difficult times in the state of Rhode Island, you can talk about You know, Governor Garrahy made him a hero in the blizzard of 78. I remember, a lot of people don't realize, Governor Kachiri was out of town when the station nightclub fire hit. It it was chaotic during the course of the day until he got back into town. When Rhode Island Governor Don Kachiri arrived back in Rhode Island after the station nightclub fire, he took control of the situation and, and maneuvered through a very difficult situation. So there are people that rise to the occasion. On, on 9-11, Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York, was doing a walking press conference up from ground zero. I mean, there are people that rise to it. But right now, I don't, I don't see anyone rising to that. And, and maybe that's unfair to the mayor of East Providence and the mayor of Providence, but they're just reactionary. And I think part of my problem with them is they're still just kind of playing along with McKee. This is, it's going to be a very expensive failure. Uh, government, D.C. is not going to pick everything up. Uh, they don't have the money for this type of thing. It, it does seem to be paving the way for car tolls. I mean, one of the things that, as someone told me yesterday, at this point, McKee is saying we have to cut down on the traffic over there. One of the things they think that could do that would be passenger tolls. That's something. Plus, he feels it would be a revenue source. Problem with Governor McKee is there's no one apparently on his staff that would say that's a terrible idea. That's a horrible idea. Remember, he doesn't have good political instincts. He's not a good manager. He doesn't have a backbone. Um, he can't, he's not built for this type of crisis. 
Certain people are. He's not. It's not in his makeup. He thought he'd be governor. He'd just be a puppet to the unions and play golf with Pork Boy. So this is much different. You know, I've heard of people at the state house saying McKee often is over. The governor's overheard saying many times, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. Well, you know, you're the governor. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, boy, there's leadership. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. We have to fear that he's the governor. And I would push back on that. Passenger tolls. Governor McKee, I, I would, that, that is, no, that's not a, well, we got to get less people, dri- no, that's not it, you need to, I, I, I don't think that's a solution. I don't think that's a solution, but I, I you can tell you this, certainly looking into that. He's going to be told to look into it. This portion of, the, of our program, folks, is brought to you by J&B Plumbing. Now, remember, for plumbing repair and service, if you need a plumber, they can repair damaged water pipes. They can repair clogged pipelines. They can replace water heaters. JMB Plumbing. Call today, 401-743-9153. 401-743-9153. JMB Plumbing. I share their Facebook page. You need someone reliable. You need someone that will help you in an emergency. And they can do that. JMB Plumbing. Call them today. Now, remember, you want someone reliable. You want someone who's professional, someone that can handle the job. And I think accountability and uh, dependability is also, I think, that that is a huge part of who you would select. Someone that specializes in all different types of plumbing, heating, drain cleaning is a big part of it. JMB Plumbing. They'll, and they'll get back to you. 401-743-9153. Remember, with the passenger tolls, as, as many of you have emailed me, they have not gone away. They're not down. You also have to realize that Governor McKee appealed the ruling. And the whole, the whole element of the truck toll was that it couldn't just be trucks. So so you have a governor who he's blaming the motorist at this point. He's blaming the people in East Bay. That, you know, you people are supposed to not be on that road. It should take 10 to 15 minute inconvenience. He loves to pass the buck, this guy. <clears throat> so tolls, he feels, well, then the truckers can't complain. And it's only going to be people in the East Bay, and we're telling them that don't, you know, we don't want them on the road in the morning or afternoon. So the tolls would not be on at night, and they would only, you know, wouldn't be on during the day. So um, would I rule that out? No, of course not, especially if he's told that's the direct. He was told to appeal the truck toll by organized labor that control him. He was told to appeal that. It was ridiculous to appeal that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Shopper Insurance Agency. Whether you need auto insurance, home, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational umbrella, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Shopper Insurance Agency. Call them today, 401 900 
INSU, 401-900-4678 for Shoppa Insurance Agency. They're right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Sit across from Stephen. Let him help you save money. A real live person. And West Bay, so you don't get up with traffic. Shoppa Insurance, 900 INSU, 900-4678 for Shoppa insurance agency well folks good afternoon you're listening to the john DePietro show hold on i also want to work in don't forget about propane plus all your rhode island uh, propane needs 401-885-4209 and in massachusetts 508-252-33 excuse me 59 for propane plus and check out their website propaneplus.com residential or commercial you can depend on propane plus now folks it's it's thursday it is february 8th it is sunny and dry uh i would think i would there's nothing more i would love more than to be out later covering something worthwhile as far as on the scene live stream so we'll be good to go with that make sure you visit the website to petro.com you can log on we have all the links to all our social media youtube Instagram, which is really rocketing right now, TikTok, obviously the Facebook Live, but I um, I do want people to know, I, I, I wish there was something that this person had an answer or that person had an answer. What we, to me, are seeing right now in our area is just void of leadership. And I, I, frankly, I also don't understand, as I've said, I have no idea whether Rhode Island Republican Party won't hold a press conference in East Providence and just completely, you know, rail against McKee and the whole thing and try to get more people, you know, to come up with some solutions. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. You don't want to miss next hour. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe joins me right after the one o'clock news and 1380 99.9 FM. WNRI Winsocket, W260 DC. W-N-R-I.